Hey, what's going on? It's Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Heading home after a long day at the office. It's 43 degrees today, my friends. Right now, not not today. Today was probably 53 or almost 60 degrees. Beautiful sun. Melting away these freaking piles of snow. There's only a slight remnant remaining. For instance, I'll pass this shopping center here on the left where you'd expect there to be big piles remaining. The sun is quickly baking them away. Evaporating them and melting them far, far away from us. <clears throat> I was talking to somebody this afternoon, this evening about about that. Like, isn't it interesting how the seasons? If you're fortunate to live in a place like northeastern United States, how fortunate we are that there is there exist four seasons. And right about the time you are enjoying one. For instance, we're coming out of winter now, right? I enjoyed Thanksgiving and Christmas. Our first snow. And the how you know, Christmas and <clears throat> so on and so forth. The, the gatherings, what little that we could do with that this year and the, during the pandemic. And, but I enjoyed the season. However... After a while, you're, you're ready for it to be over. <clears throat> so winter comes, after winter comes spring. I cannot wait until the leaves start, the buds start emerging from these trees, and the gra- green grass just starts to sprout and do its friggin' photosynthesis. Things come alive. All the creatures out there, birds out at the feeder and squirrels, you know, starting to raise their families. And just, it's a cue, right? Think about a plant starting to respond, responding to the sun or anything growing, most notably plants. Responding, seeds sprouting and emerging from the earth. And its leaves reaching up. Get as much of that sun as we possibly can. That is amazing. And that is life. That's a metamorphosis, right? Something coming from seemingly nothing. A little puddle, you know, or a creek bed that runs deep and with torrential rain and snow runoff and give it a couple days or a couple weeks of the, the brilliant sun next you see a, some algae there and some frog eggs and those frog eggs start to grow and they grow and some of them get pecked, plucked away by birds and other creatures and still there's so, so many frog eggs that eventually these little tadpoles they pop out <clears throat> swim away sprout legs and hop away and live their lives and 
complete that cycle of life, you know? Circle of life. And it rules us all. The circle of life. People are ready, man. They're ready for the seasons to change. Winter to spring, spring to summer. We've been looking for our our, uh, choice locale for a summer vacation. Just trying, just hoping that as we, looks like we're starting to poke our head out of this ridiculous viral pandemic. We're hoping that we can, we can have some sense of normalcy. Last year we went out to Michigan. We'll probably go out to Michigan again. We're trying to get down to the beach though. We've missed that now for a couple years. Kids are growing just a couple years and all of a sudden, I feel like we could let them run free on the boardwalk, hang out on the beach together, and you know, pal around and go check out different shops, give them a couple bucks, and let them have adventures on their own. Give them their phones, obviously, and just go, guys. You know, we'll be out on the beach, or we're going to be at this little bar and grill, having a bite to eat, having a cocktail. Enjoy yourselves. We probably want to be with them anyway, but we're excited. We're all excited for the fair weather and and all that that will bring as the seasons change. It's a wonderful thing, man. Had a meeting last night with with, uh, Sam's Rugby Club. The organizers of that, the coaches, are so generous and so passionate about their sport. And one of them said, you know, it was a Zoom call. And one said, hey, you know, Coach Allen said Sam's going to be itching to get out there and tackle somebody. <clears throat> I think that Sam is, but Sam, see, Sam has always been a little bit of a, a skinny guy. He's not as he's a pretty good tackler, but he's not he's not a, one of the bigger kids. He's he's thin, but he's been putting on pounds and he's been developing. He's going to be a phenom out there, you know. He's going to rough some people up. He's been working out an hour or two a day, and really been impressive to me with his discipline in that area. So he's excited. So much so that with my daughter, um, her cheer squad has made it down to compete in Disney once again. How crazy is that? That in May we have a competition down there. And learning that there was going to be some sort of tournament, rugby tournament, uh, during that week that he was like, I don't know which I want to do, Disney or rugby. Makes Makes me happy, makes me proud that he is, uh, you know, he wants to be involved, wants to get out there and run and play and and grow. Um, uh, the kids are wonderful, man. They're changing, too. It's like the seasons. Everybody's growing and, and doing pretty well. <clears throat> Very pleased there. My patients are doing well, too. Taking the best care of them that I possibly can. I was thinking, uh, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll share some funny things, uh, switching gears here. So I know you're all ready for this, the, for the fair weather as well. And, and uh, you, that first blast of sunshine when it hits you on the face and in the, just on your chest, and you feel the warmth and the brilliance of that light, 
and as it hits you, it's almost, it must be how a leaf or a, a big tree or a plant feels when it, get it gets its first powerful, you know, you know, end of winter, beginning of spring, a real blast um, of ultraviolet. And it's just life-giving, that energy, you know. It gets you going. So, we're all excited for that. Right? So, enjoy that. I I drew an analogy today. It's like, if you remember the movie Cocoon, uh, that was about a bunch of senior citizens living in their community, and they were all getting old and rusty, and couldn't get boners, and were cranky, and you know, miserable. Sucks getting old, right? Well, they found that there was a, a basically the uh, fountain of youth. The aliens brought this this life force down in the form of these big pods of like big stones with vines hanging off of them, and they they had to keep them cool. So they they put them inside the Olympic swimming pool at the senior center. And then all the old-timers were swimming, and then their frickin' vitality returns are getting a lot of lean mass, they're frickin' lifting weights, they're humping each other, and so on and so forth, and it was great. Um, that's how that first blast of ultraviolet feels to me. Uh, today, on a couple occasions, I walked out of the office and I oriented myself like a leaf would orient itself to the sun. You know, you ever see those time time-lapse videos of of that occurring, the uh, plant orienting itself towards the sun. We do that too. People do that. Sunbathers. We we know and we feel that that the sun is a source of energy, vitality for us. So enjoy that. And watch Cocoon. It's a great movie to revisit. So an interesting story uh, about a topic I've covered before I find interesting all the time. About the three faces. I forget who, what philosopher said this, but basically there are three faces that we display. There is the face that we show to everybody day in and day out. It's the, the face that you answer the phone with. It's the, the you, you know present to a shop or store and you at the checkout counter you're smiling and you're being cordial and all that stuff. And of course, we can't see half of our face now with these fucking masks, right? We're all tired of but we're all going to wear it because we're not mask debaters. Uh, safety first, right? But the first face we show to everybody. The second face we show to our inner circle, our family, our friends. And the third face is the one we see in the mirror. It's who we are when no one's looking. So I was thinking about the appropriate, you know, the, the face to show to people. And you think about it, what face do you show to people most often? I guess the, the most common one is the first one, right? So <clears throat> a new patient comes in my office and I'm trying to present well. My body language is open. Welcome, you know, to Healthy Balance. You know, what seems to be the problem? How can I help you? Let's do this. What's your insurance? You know, what have you done up to this point? And you're just trying to hit it out of the park. Really trying to, to be genuine and to be kind and to be caring. And that's who, that's, you know, it's who you are. But it's also like, 
a little bit of, like, remember when mom used to answer the phone when the school would call about your report card or the truant officer would call or the cops would call or whoever. And she'd be like, hello. It was a phony baloney facade, right? It's not completely genuine, that face. It's, it's the best way to communicate and interact with people, however, when you go out in town and when you interact, when you interact, because it's a safe way. It's, it's what people want to see. You're showing your face, a face that people want to see, the face that people, you want people to remember, which is that, you know, Dr. Drill is a kind, compassionate person. And, you know, uh, I, could, he, I could see that he was really making an attempt to, to be genuine and caring and so on and so forth. And that's, that's who I am. But it's not entirely who I am. So then there's the face that I'm going to show to, after the, all the patients leave for the day, the face that I'm going to show to my staff. You know, we talk and we catch up on old times and we kibitz and we... We don't long, no longer have to wear that facade. Now it's the end of the day. It's time to clean up and make sure everybody's okay and go home. And we cackle when we carry on and we interact. We sometimes we talk a little trash. Or the family, you know, when I the face that I'm going to show my family when I come in after a long day. It's like, all right, you know, I can I'm I'm safe here to be honest with you guys. And how was your day, Dad? I was good. I'm glad it's over. You know what I mean, or um, it's good. I'm tired. I'm always genuine when I'm talking on the podcast, of course, about feeling um, fulfilled and feeling like that I love what I do. But of course, as we all know, there are tasks and too much of anything, you know, tasks inherent to your job or your interactions that <clears throat> sometimes they get old, right? Everybody gets old, he gets tired, and they don't want to. Like, I talked to an IT guy today, and he said, I said, you want to, you go home, and you not want to. He goes, I just want to look at the TV, and honestly, I don't want to think. Because all day long, he's, he's problem-solving for people. They're tech issues. So. There's those two faces. And then the third face is the one that you see in the mirror. It's really who you are when nobody's watching and maybe, you know, that face, is it wearing a smile? Is it a neutral, resting bitch face? What is it? Is that really who you are? What do you feel? How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about other people when no one's around? Well, I'm telling you right now, I mean, I... I stopped trying to really entertain people on this podcast a long time ago. I'm speaking frankly, if if not philosophically. Um, there are those three faces, and I guess I was just considering how people use them, how people exercise those faces, what occasions they wear them for. It really interests me because I think a lot, dare I say, a lot of people, they'll never show the second 
or third phases. They always feel the need to conceal the other aspects of who they are. And, and, you know, like somebody who's unfiltered or who doesn't play nicely with others or who offends people or does things that are inappropriate um, outside of the, the proper context... Well, that's, that's unfortunate, you know, and that's not the idea. But I think it's a, real, it's a genuine art to be able to be true to all of those faces and to kind of combine them, to meld them into one countenance, one persona that is real. I mean, how good does it feel when you're talking with somebody and you feel like, wow, man, it was just easy. I, I could be myself around him or her. I try to be that person who is genuine, is appropriate, is kind, gives a shit. to such an extent that other people feel like they're able to open up as well and tell you a little bit about themselves and share some stories and have some laughs and leave the office feeling like, wow, that's freaking a real, like an, a real encounter. This guy is somebody that, you know, they say about presidents, oh, you could drink a beer with him. necessarily need to be drinking buddies, but to let you know that it's okay to be you. You know, there's a phenomenon that occurs with patience. I was thinking, I was considering earlier. You have this experience where when patients come in, well, they got their guard up. You're a doctor, and, you know, you're, uh, they're coming to you with their, their pain, with their vulnerabilities, sharing private things with you about how they feel and how this affects their life and you need to honor that you need to you need to meet them where they're at and then help them to understand and to know that you are you are in their corner you really care you have their back And then, when they come in, there's a different experience, there's a different encounter. You engage with them and they, you know, you've got some talking points. You've, um, you ask about their family, you ask about their, fa- their friends, their job. You know a little bit about them and you recall that when you speak to them the next time. And so people appreciate that you have a rapport, you have a relationship. This isn't some transaction. This is, yeah, you know, Dr. O, you know, he's married, he's got two kids, he lives in suburbia, he likes to woodcarve, he likes to tell jokes, dad jokes, he likes, uh, you know, he knows about me and my family and he cares for us and I entrust my entire family uh, to him because I, and if there's a, a question I would, that I had, I would feel comfortable asking him 
So <clears throat> dealing with patients, dealing with people, to me, that's it's all about it. It's all about relationships and interactions and making people feel genuinely comfortable with the exchanges that they have. Not being a, a, a fucking... There's nothing worse to me than being less than genuine. Being a phony baloney. Or wearing a facade all the time. That's I think that's exhausting, man. It would be exhausting to always be... Um, you know, trying to conceal who you really are. It seems to me a whole lot easier just to be... Be fucking real, man. Anyway, that's what I try to be. How the hell am I going to do this? So we have a a thawing ground, which I am happy for. A thawing ground. And a driveway. Hmm. with limited space on it. And lumber, logs, and wood carvings all over the end of the driveway. My wife leaves before me, so how the fuck am I going to do this? Let's see. Maybe if I go here... Maybe if I go here and park, she can go around me. I'm hoping that that's the case. I'm saying I don't want to run all over the friggin' lawn and put ruts in it like already exist. This weekend, we're going to have some nice sunshine. I'm going to finish up this gnome. I carved this um, gnome with a real nice long beard. I'm going to finish him up. I might make him into a wizard and put a scepter in his hand, uh, like a wizard staff, like Gandalf had, Gandalf, 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 um, and then this bear, this grizzly bear that I'm looking at, that's going to be going away this weekend, that's good, take that to the tome, that'll clear some space off, and I'm going to start to carve away at this wood that remains, I have a freaking gigantic pine tree here in my driveway. I'm going to make a bunch of beautiful stuff with it, and I'm going to sell it. That's going to be vacation money. I'm going to pay bills off with that money. And I'm going to, I'm going to entertain myself with all this beautiful art that I will make. I can't wait. And inside the house right now, I got a fucking a, um, die grinder, which is like a, a Dremel with balls. So, like a little Dremel with a little tiny-ass frickin' bits. A die grinder, you can put bigger bits in it. Imagine, like, a spiked ball um, at the end of this die grinder, and it spins. A little steel ball with a uh, shank on it. That's the part that fits in, like, a drill bit. Well, it's going to fit in the end, and it's going to spin really fast. And it's got spikes on that ball. I can put eyes in this fucker. I can dress up its beard. I can do a lot of cool detail work with this this uh, 
tool. So I ordered that with some birthday money I got from my mother-in-law, who is awesome. So, awesome. I can't wait to see that shit. Anyway, I'm jumping around a lot. I'm tired. It's 9 o'clock at night. I'm sitting in a goddamn driveway looking at a dwarf and a bear. And uh, I'm ready to go home, go in and eat my dinner, damn it. But I want you to think about those three faces, the faces that we th we show people. And, and the why, the why we would, why and where, the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why, under what circumstances would we show those faces to the world. And a part of me feels like, yes, it's appropriate to withhold some things about ourselves, to keep some of our secrets and our private life to ourselves, but another part of me feels like that's being selfish and it's being less than genuine, and it's being a liar. And I think that we all have a lot of personality to offer to people, and we have things that, that if we find the right person who cares enough and demonstrates that, you know, like you think, that person, wow, here's somebody I can talk to, here's somebody that I can just be myself. I'll tell you, I, it's not everybody you can do that you can be that way with, you know, we all know, like, let's say we're talking about couples or friends, and you got one friend that is always superficial, and they're always talking about, you know, this, that, and the other thing, work, and crap like that, and you got people you can really talk about, you can really talk to about, about things, about life, and I always try to be that person who can who seeks a greater connection, who asks uh, uh, about things that matter to other people and try to honor them that way, make them feel comfortable so that they can, you can have a good relationship. And sometimes people, you share too much and they just like, oh my God, leave me the fuck alone, right? Sometimes. But um, there's a lot of special people out there that are worthy of seeing a little bit more of us, and we withhold when we withhold our our gifts and our cares and those the faces two and three. I feel like we're kind of concealing ourselves from the world. We're not. It's like, are we ashamed of ourselves? You know, this is who I am. I'm a good person. I try to be do the right thing, care about people, and. Um, the hell would I just be some white coat freaking doctor where you go to and you're like, oh, how you doing today? Oh, let's uh, talk about this. You know what? Let's talk. Let's be fucking real. You know what's going on in your life? How are you? How's the family? How's job? the job? What do you got going on? You got any hobbies? You know, let's really talk about things that, that are interesting and that matter. Because dealing with all this surface crap, the superficialities of, of the world... It's only scratching the surface. You're never really going to find out anything groundbreaking. You're never going to come to any conclusions about, about your life, the people that are in your life, their, their existence, their lives, their passions, their challenges. If you're not willing to open up a little bit, and this takes practice, I think, and, it, and some people will never do it. 
they're scared of showing everyone else really, you know, who they are and what they look like and what they're, what's inside their mind. And that's their right. Anyway, it's just something that comes up to me, for me a lot, because the context will say is a patient, uh, how a patient initially comes in and presents and they've got all these walls up sometimes and they're stiff as a board and they don't want to talk about stuff and they, you know, there's awkward lulls in the conversation and it's all business. And then if they'll allow you to, you know, peel back some layers of personality and interaction, you can, you can know and care a lot about, you can really be in their life. And I think that's more healing than any sort of pill procedure or office visit. And the same goes for our interactions in other senses, right? In other areas of our life. It's, um, it's worth trying to peel back some of those layers. People are like onions, you know? Got a lot of layers. And sometimes they smell. All right. Love and respect, my friends. I'll be tuning in probably tomorrow or Friday. Looking forward to uh, temperatures climbing in Pennsylvania to the 50s and 60s. Sun shining again upon us. And growing all kinds of cool horticulture, being the source of energy for all life and healing of of our world from this stupid virus. And I want people to come together. Speaking of, got some dickwad supposedly are uh, talking about uh, some uh, another uprising because fucking QAnon and. Trump is supposed to take office officially again tomorrow. Are you out of your fucking mind? You guys, there's something wrong with you guys. So, you know what's interesting, and I'm just going to drop this real quick, because it's in three minutes after nine, I need to go eat. All this bullshit, people are starting to f- see through uh, the lies and the conspiracies and the just the negativity that has permeated our society over the past year, couple years, past administration, four years, right? Dick Watt, Dick Stain Donald, right? Fucking liar. Talk about somebody that puts a facade up. What a fucking liar. Be real, or maybe he is being real, right? Maybe he's really that horrible of a human being. Maybe that's why you don't want to show your face. Some of you folks out there, it's because... Is a real ugly side to you. And those folks are better off not showing their face to me because I'll smack it off. But my point on a positive note is that I think a lot of people are tired of the anger and the fighting and the, the bullshit. They don't want to storm capitals anymore. They don't want to change the government or have a coup or anything like that. They just want their little piece of real estate and their, their family and the vacation. And that's what people want. People don't want to fucking storm the Capitol. you got to be a damned fool to think that any politician is going to completely change everything to the positive, to your specifications or to your party partisan specifications. It's a fucking scam, man. So just focus on the things that you can control. Be a good person. Open up your, your heart 
to other people. Be kind. You know, try to be a credit to your freaking community. And do right by people. Do right by yourself. Don't be an asshole, right? So don't storm the Capitol or anything again tomorrow. Please. Huh! <laughs>